AMA50KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. I'm Gary Duncan, your host for the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment in Scripture with Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Hi, Matt. Hi, Gary. Good to be here with you. It's great to be with you as well. Now, our reading for the week was Zechariah 3 through 8, and we started off our reading with uh, clean garments for the high priest. And as we continued to read, we were also read about the gold lampstand and the two olive trees, and also read about flying scrolls and uh, the woman in a basket, and uh, more along the way with our reading. What would you like to highlight this week? Yeah, let's try to sort some of that out, Gary. Well, you have quite the list there. Yeah. Um, the context of the book of Zechariah, I think, is pretty helpful. So when we look at the book of Zechariah, this minor prophet, it's taking place after the people of Judah are returning from exile, at least a number of them returning from exile in Babylon. What had happened was Judah overtaken by the Babylonians. Uh, the walls of Jerusalem destroyed, the temple destroyed. Many of the inhabitants are carried off into captivity in Babylon. And so now, finally, the Lord is keeping his promise. He's returning them from exile, now that the, the Persians are the ones in control. And a number of people are returning back to rebuild the temple, rebuild the walls. Now, you would think most people would be pretty happy about that, right? Let's go back to Jerusalem. All right, we're going back home. But they had been in exile 70 years or so. And so some of them had established new lives. Life in Babylon was, was not too terribly bad. And what's left back in Jerusalem? Well, not a whole lot. <laughs> Things were destroyed. It's rebuilding. It's uncertainty. And so to return to Jerusalem in many ways was really a sacrifice for people to return back to that city. Maybe mm -hmm. nowadays what they would be like returning to that. And we think of Ukraine and we think of those images of Kiev and other cities. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's still home, but boy, home looks pretty terrible. So uh, did they think of this as a step backwards to go to Jerusalem? In some in ways. It, it, you know, it, it was certainly not a life as comfortable as what might be found in Babylon. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, to, to go to Jerusalem was really a, a sacrifice in many ways. To, to go back and to rebuild. And so we have uh, Zechariah and others like Nehemiah um, that are part of that rebuilding process. And it's it's not easy. I think sometimes we lose sight of that aspect of uh, the Old Testament and that, that return. So this is one of the last books, chronologically, one of the last books written in the Old Testament. So this is, uh, you know, written uh, in about the year 520 or so. Yeah. So what I wanted to focus on was chapter 8. Uh, verses 1 through 6, where it describes life in Jerusalem now uh, because of God's blessing ultimately. So here's the description. It says, And the word of the Lord of hosts came to me, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, I am zealous for Zion with a great jealousy, and I am jealous for her great uh, with great wrath. So this idea that you know, God loves Jerusalem. He's even jealous for her. He wants the city to be to be rebuilt, to be blessed ultimately. Uh, thus says the Lord, I have returned to Zion and I will dwell in the midst of Jerusalem and Jerusalem shall be called the faithful city and the mountain of the Lord of hosts, the holy mountain. And then listen to the description of Jerusalem. Thus says the Lord of hosts, old men and old women shall again sit in the streets of Jerusalem, each with staff in hand because of great age. And the streets of the city shall be filled with boys and girls playing in the streets. Thus says the Lord of hosts, if it is marvelous in the sight of the remnant of this people in those days, should it also be marvelous in my sight, declares the Lord of hosts. So really, I think kind of a cool picture, Gary, of 
what it's going to look like in Jerusalem. Uh, old people sitting there with their, their staff in hand and then young children playing in the streets. I mean, it's really a sign of peace, a sign of prosperity. Uh, life expectancy at this time really wasn't all that long. So to have old people there, that means things are prosperous. And to have children playing in the streets, that means things are peaceful, things are good. And that's what God promises. And, and when you think of what Jerusalem must have looked like at that time, really decimated, uh, still being rebuilt. Again, we kind of think of images from Ukraine that we're seeing right now. Uh, to have old men and women in the street, to have children playing, that's really uh, a beautiful image. Uh, that There's peace, there's prosperity in that city. The Lord goes on. He says in, in verse 7, he gives uh, this promise to, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Behold, I will save my people from the east country and from the west country. I will bring them to dwell in the midst of Jerusalem. Uh, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God in faithfulness and in righteousness. So this idea that even other nations will be drawn to Jerusalem. Uh, ultimately, this message that the Lord cares for and loves the Israelites and the people of Judah, most definitely. But he also cares for and loves all people uh, from the east and from the west. And then as I sort of wrap it up here, Gary, we've got verse 20 and following in chapter 8, more promises about all people. It says, Peoples shall yet come, even the inhabitants of many cities. The inhabitants of one city shall go to another, saying, Let us go once to entreat the favor of the Lord and to seek the Lord of hosts. I myself am going. Many people and strong nations shall come and seek the Lord of hosts in Jerusalem. And entreat the favor of the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, In those days ten men from the nations of every tongue shall take hold of the robe of a Jew, saying, Let us go with you, for we have heard that God is with you. <laughs> so this, uh, this idea that people will want to go to Jerusalem, the nations will want to come, uh, that's what kind of place it's going to be. Uh, and that salvation finally is going to come from Jerusalem too. And we think of how that takes place, uh, especially in this season of Lent. Uh, it's there in Jerusalem that Jesus accomplishes our salvation and the salvation of the nations. Uh, it's there in Jerusalem outside of, of the temple, outside of the city wall, that Jesus is crucified, uh, that he dies for the sins of the people. And it's also in Jerusalem that he rises from the conquering death and the devil for us. Uh, so Jerusalem uh, is blessed in the end. And we certainly are blessed by what takes place in Jerusalem in Jesus' life and his passion uh, that we focus on during the season of Lent and that we look forward to uh, in Holy Week just a few weeks away. Would you like to lead us in prayer as you wrap up this segment? Yeah, that would be great. Uh, Lord God, we uh, thank you for rebuilding your city, uh, Jerusalem. We thank you for your faithfulness and bringing back people from exile. Uh, Lord, we also thank you that you draw all nations to you, as we just heard in Zechariah. Uh, we thank you most of all that it's there in Jerusalem that you've worked our salvation, the salvation of the world, that whoever believes in Christ Jesus will be saved uh, through what he accomplished there in Jerusalem, his dying and his coming back to life. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. So I'm taking a week off. Okay. And then what are we talking about the following week? We'll read through the rest of Zechariah. So Zechariah chapter 9 through uh, Malachi chapter 3. So that will finish up the Old Testament. 
I hope our listeners are reading along, and if so, they'll get through the Bible in about two years' time, and uh, looking forward to the New Testament and uh, discussing that with you, Gary. Thanks for being on the program today, Matt. You bet. We'll talk to you later. Have a good vacation. Uh, Thank you. Listener-supported KFUO. You can find us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you get your podcasts. Search uh, KFUO Radio. And remember, we do have the uh, smartphone apps for Apple and, and the Droid phone, so just go to your phone store or your device store and download the free KFUO app. It, it's got everything you need right at your fingertips is what I like to say about the app. Everything from the podcast to the live stream, all there on our app.